Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeff Grammer with the Albuquerque Journal and abqjournal.com. Hope you're doing well. You're listening to episode 31 now of the Talking Grammar podcast. This episode is a conversation I had about a week ago now with Bryce Alford, the La Cueva High School graduate, the UCLA graduate, of course, the, the son of former Lobo basketball coach Steve Alford, but uh, Albuquerque's own Bryce Alford and his involvement in the basketball tournament, TBT, which has been airing on on ESPN over the past week and will be running through July 14th. So I caught up with him. I caught up with him and Cody Toppert last week for a preview of TBT. And unfortunately, Cody Toppert, the the Memphis Tiger assistant coach and former NBA assistant who um, was supposed to be coaching Eberline Drive, one of the really good teams in the tournament, their team had a COVID-19 positive test for one of the players, and that is an automatic disqualification for the whole team. That is the, the setup of TBT, and they're in a, in a bubble in a, in a hotel there in, in Columbus, Ohio. And unfortunately, they, they were out before they played a game, so no Cody Toppert left in the tournament. Um, we do have Bryce Alford for Albuquerque. If you're looking for the Albuquerque connection for, for sports fans in this area, and he's on the money team, uh, formerly... You know, the, the TJ Fredette and Jimmer Fredette connection um, converted to a, a new team with, with some Floyd Mayweather backing, and they're on the money team now, and and they are coached by Dave Nurse, and he is a friend of Bryce Alford's, asked him to be on the team, kind of have a who's who of, of recent basketball, college basketball stars on the roster, and, and I think you'll recognize some of their names. I think they have a really good chance to to make a run in this thing obviously overseas elite is who they would play in the round of eight if they happen to win their thursday game but um overseas elite they're they've won most of these tbts except last year was the first time they didn't in i think five years maybe six and anyway it's a tough tournament a lot of the ratings are doing really good on espn a lot of people are are watching it because it's the first live basketball we've had in a long time and i know a lot of you are just kind of dying for some sports. In this case, in this podcast, I do talk to Bryce a little bit about TBT in the basketball tournament, but um, I also talked to him about when he actually when we recorded the con- the the conversation for this podcast. He was in Indiana about to do a, a campus tour where his older brother Corey Alford is now a head coach, and I think um, talking to him a little bit about what Corey's going to be like like a head coach or as a head coach is uh, was interesting. But I also talked to him about his season this past season in Germany where he's going to play next and what it was like watching his dad get back into the Mountain West and and the pit return when uh, Steve Alford in Nevada came to Albuquerque and played the Lobos on the pit back, back in February. So covered a lot of ground in about a 20-minute conversation with Bryce Alford. Um, hope you enjoy it. Hope you are still following along with all the all the news and all the sports news in the Albuquerque Journal and at abqjournal.com. I hope you subscribe. Local journalism is important and supporting local businesses has always been a big push, especially during this pandemic the last few months. Don't forget the Albuquerque Journal is locally owned and a local business as well. And also a very important one to keep you informed, not just about the national stories that you see on the news every night on TV, but but nobody else is covering local sports. Nobody else is covering um, local city council meetings, state run or state elections and stuff like that, except for your local papers and, and your local news sources. So please do support us. It is important. I don't just say that because I'm a journalist. I say that because I believe it. So abqjournal.com slash subscribe is where you can subscribe to the Albuquerque Journal. And 
this podcast, episode 31, like I said, it is with Bryce Alford. I hope to get another one in a week or two. Um, but this one, hope you enjoy. And here we go. My conversation with Bryce Alford. All right, Bryce, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. The uh, I, Again, I I just told you uh, before we started recording, but I appreciate you doing it on short notice. The, the very first thing I want to ask and let people know about is uh, where are you right now? I know you uh, I know you got something coming up. So where are you right now? I'm um, actually visiting uh, family in Indiana. Um, right. we're, as we speak, we're taking a tour of Corey's new campus at Huntington College. So um, we're just here in Indiana. We're staying at our grandparents' lake house. Um, nice. Been here for about a week and then got to drive to Columbus for the TBT here in a few days. Um, since you already mentioned Corey there, I'm going to ask you, what what kind of campus tour is, is uh, Coach Corey Alford giving? Is he any good at giving that campus tour? Well, we're just about to start, so we're going to see. But if I have if I have any knowledge about my brother, he'll give us a full analytical rundown of everything about campus. So I think it'll be pretty detailed and good. You see, he probably has numbers just flying through his head about, you know, this building exactly. and some stats on every building and everything. Exactly. Exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get back to you on Corey in just a minute. Um, you are playing in the basketball tournament, the TBT. And uh, but before we, we get into like the team you're on and kind of how that came about, what's, what's the setup for you guys? Are you guys all kind of in one hotel kind of quarantining or, or how, what's the actual setup in this COVID world right now that you guys have to go through as players? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty much a test test run for what the NBA is going to be doing in Orlando. Um, basically we're all quarantined in the hotel and until the events over, uh, as long as you're still playing in the event, you can't leave the hotel. It's pretty much a bubble, and they provide food for you, and you can get stuff del- delivered to your door. Um, but you're pretty much stuck in the hotel, and you'll have practice within the hotel, and then the games are all right there. So um, pretty much just a one-site deal for all the teams. And, yeah, we, I've had to they, have to send in um tests uh covid tests so i sent mine in i got a negative so uh, all that's clear but you have to do a test um virtually uh, over a zoom call with a doctor and then you have to do another one once you arrive and so it's a pretty strict deal but it's it's good it's it's a good way to make sure everything's controlled you uh in any way nervous about it or is it more just a it's an unknown so you're maybe more unsure or something but are, are you nervous in any way I don't think so. I think, like I said, it's a very they have a very strict protocol for uh, taking care of things. And if somebody on a team tests positive, then that team uh, is disqualified. So um, they're doing a really good job of making sure it's very strict and controlled. So I'm not so much worried about it. Um, it it's not too concerning. I think if it was just a regular event, then I, it would be worrisome. But they're doing a good job. Now games do begin this weekend. You obviously aren't there and aren't going to be in the first round because you get a buy. Um, you are on the money team. Is that is that right? Yes, yes, the money team. How did that come about? This is a – I mean, Floyd's got a piece of this. Um, there's a Fredette running the team. I mean, there's a, there's all kinds of names that people will recognize. How did this come about that Bryce Alford ends up on this team? Yeah, so um, I got reached out to um, by their head coach, um, David Nurse, uh, about – 
three weeks ago and they were kind of battling between uh, the last few spots of who they wanted to add and they really liked me and a couple other guys so it was just kind of a wait and see deal but I've known David Nurse now for about seven years um, he used to train me when I was in college um, so I, I've known him he's a very good friend I was in his wedding um, this past summer uh, he attended my wedding so uh, just know him very well and it's been a very uh, good relationship I have with him and he's the head coach so the opportunity presented itself and it was hard for me to say no I had a good chance of winning some good money and and I just missed playing uh, our season get, getting cut short I just missed playing so it's just a, another excuse for me to go play the basketball you guys any good I think we got a shot uh, we're a seven seed um, got a we play the win. I forget who we play the winner of. I think um, the this Jimmy is, uh, B team and the Herd uh, yeah. play before us, and we play the winner of them. And um, so, I mean, all, all the teams are obviously very good. There's a ton of good players in this tournament always. And um, obviously we have overseas elite on our side of the bracket, not to look forward at all, but um, they have only lost one game in the history of the tournament, which was last year. So we it's, it's hard. It's a hard deal to win. That's why it's a big – a big money prize and uh, but we got a lot of good talent uh, my college teammate Tom Welsh I think is a late addition to our team so there'll be some chemistry there I've played with uh, Nick Johnson who's uh, played at Arizona I played yeah. against him a m bunch of times uh, Kyle Wiltshire I played with and played against him so just a lot of guys that I know and I think you know we'll all mesh well together so we get a few days of practice and we'll see how it goes I'll, I'll ask the obvious What's Bryce Alford's role on this team? Uh, stay behind three-point line and make shots. <laughs> That's pretty much what I do. So, uh, But, no, I've talked to David about it just, uh, you know, to figure out what he wants from me. And um, we, are, we should be a really good shooting team, so I just add to that. And uh, he just told me, you know, do what you do best and create space and, you know, hunt shots and, you know, let everything else – kind of play, play its way out so for the for those that don't know about the tournament it is a winner I and mean, it's set up as a winner take all kind of situation but you guys do have expenses at least paid for and stuff like that it's not out of pocket to to go stay in the hotel or anything like that is it? it's at least that stuff's taken care of right yeah it's all it's all taken care of through sponsors and stuff like that so they get your flight in they take care of that and then they take care of your hotel so it's a pretty good deal um you know just a chance to go win some money and play you mentioned your season got cut short. Uh, remind me and remind anyone listening who you played for and, and kind of what that experience overseas was like this past season. Yeah, I played uh, for uh, Medi Bayreuth uh, team in the BBL in Germany. That's the top top league in Germany. Um, played for them and had a pretty good year, shot the ball well. Uh, our team had an up-and-down year, so we were kind of right in the hunt for – one of the last playoff spots if we would have ended the season well. So, um, but then we did really well in our international. We were playing in the FIBA Europe Cup, and we did really well in that. We were all the way to the semifinals, about to start that right before everything got canceled. So um, it was unfortunate, and we were, you know, looking forward to seeing what we could have made out of the season. But uh, it was a fun one for my first year being overseas. You uh, going back? Not to Germany. Uh, I signed a one-year deal, so – um, right now just kind of in limbo waiting to hear from my agent to just see what the deal is and people are starting to sign to teams now it was kind of a you know wait and see period and nothing was happening for a while during all this craziness but 
I think things are starting to calm down over there and people are starting to sign. So I should know, uh, get some offers here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So you, the, the plan obviously is that you still got basketball in you though. You're, you're not done playing. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I got a long way to go. Hopefully as long as I stay healthy, but I'm healthy now and in good shape and working out pretty hard for the last, you know, month, month and a half. So I'm ready to go as soon as I figure out where I'm going. All right, let me transition from that to some kind of people around you, some some Albuquerque connections. Um, you, you were gracious enough to give us a, a pretty cool quote about your former high school coach when he retired recently back in May. Let me let me ask again, though, um, Frank Castillo retired at La Cueva. What, what was playing for Frank like, or, or what was it like when you heard that he was stepping down after what seems like, you know, 100 years coaching at La Cueva? Yeah, I mean, obviously he had an unbelievable coaching career and he'll go down as, you know, one of the most successful coaches in the history of New Mexico high school basketball. And um, I think is he five state championships, I think. Um, I was a part of one. My brother was a part of two. Um, so, I mean, he, he had a really, really good uh, coaching career and he was a great person to play for. And I've stayed in contact with him, you know, ever since I was at La Cueva and He's always been a great uh, family friend to our family, and uh, he helps me, you know, get my camp up and running, and he's always been a supporter of that, and he supported my charity golf outing as well. And so he's somebody that, you know, once you're a part of his program, he'll always have your back, which is – that's all you want as a coach. You know, you want them to to always have your back, and if you need something, they take care of you. So um, I wish him all the best, and obviously I think, you know, he deserves to have this retirement and – he had a heck of a coaching career. What's, uh, I guess, the, the future of the camp and, and the golf outing is is the Bryce Alford basketball camp and the, the, the boys – it was Boys and Girls Club in the past, but yes, I don't know about the future. Is, is, that, is that coming back? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we had to cancel both this year. Um, it sucked. We, we didn't want to have to do that, but um, that's just kind of how things are right now. So, um with me not knowing my schedule of when I'll have to leave again and uh, not, not being able to do it at the time that we were going to do it in July. Uh, we just had to cancel both. Um, but yeah, I, I fully plan on continuing those uh, next summer. And then, you know, as far down the line as I can. All right. Where you're at right now is about to get a tour with your brother. Who's the, the now for the first time, a, a head basketball coach. I'm curious your thoughts on what, what kind of coach Corey Alford is going to be as a head coach. I'm excited to see it. I think he'll be, I think he'll do really well. He's in a very good uh, league out here in Indiana. And um, I think he likes his team uh, for, you know, what he's got for his first year. And um, it's just going to be a great experience for him uh, having this be his first, you know, head coaching opportunity. And, you know, he, he's been around the game his whole life. He's, he's, you know, followed my dad and uh, seen how he, he, you know, conducts a program and how he, treats his players and, and you know what game days are like what preparation for games are like so he he's seen all of that at you know the highest level division one basketball and he can bring a lot of that to what he's going to do but he's going to have a very different coaching style than my dad uh you know as you know he's very analytical and um his teams are going to shoot a lot of threes and not very many mid-range jumpers and he'll be by the numbers but that's kind of the trend of how basketball is going and uh, I I know for a fact he won't ever um, be underprepared. He he does more work than anybody. His presentation when he was applying for the job, 
I got bored reading it because I, I can't keep up with all the numbers and all that. So, I mean, it, it's incredible how hard he works at it. So he's going to do a heck of a job. And, and obviously he'll adjust too. maybe everything by the numbers and, and all that is, is good for starts and down the road, maybe he starts, you know, adjusting a little bit and, and 10 years from now, he's more like your dad than, than he might start off like. Right. And that's, that's just all stuff he's going to, you know, learn with, with being a coach. This will be his first, first real opportunity to do it so I mean he's been kind of behind the scenes doing stuff that way but as far as being on court this will be his his first time doing it so I'm I'm just excited for him and for his wife Haley and just for them to get the opportunity it's going to be an awesome time for them what about watching dad this past year at Nevada that uh what, what did you think of the season overall and then I'll I'll wait for now to ask about the pit return but overall what did what was it like watching dad coach at Nevada? Well, it was it was hard to watch from from Germany being the time change, so I didn't get to catch as many games as I would have liked. But um, uh, it was cool to see, you know, he, he having being second in the Mountain West, being it have it be your first year, you know, it just kind of felt like he picked up right where he left off um, leaving the Mountain West. So uh, I'm excited for what he's going to do in the, the following years, and I think he is too. And um, you know, I, I, you know me, I got as much confidence in his ability to run a program as anybody. So um, it was a good first year. I know there was a couple games that they wish they could have won that they should have won, but that's just the game of basketball. So I know that he's happy with, with how it was, and it was fun to watch. What was it like watching the return to the pit? I didn't get to see the game, unfortunately. Um, but obviously, I got all the info from everybody and oh yeah um it was it was just fun you know obviously him being back there for his first game back to to win obviously was a, a big deal so i i'm glad that they won but um you know there were boos there were cheers that's just kind of what we we expected as a family for how it was going to be so um it was just cool it's it's always fun you know it's i think that might be one of the first times that he's gone back and played at the arena that he used to coach the team at. So just a very cool and unique experience. Awesome, Bryce. We'll wrap it up with this. Um, again, thank you for your time. But uh, wrap it up with this. What's, uh, what's something people can expect to see, you know, in the next couple of weeks at the, in the basketball, in the TBT from, from you and from your team? Is there anything that people should keep an eye on? Is there any teammate that maybe people that you think might kind of take over? What, what should people watch? Well, I, th I think that we got a shot to shock some people. You know, nobody's really talked about uh, the money team. And I think that we have a roster that's just as talented as anybody. We're a team that has that's loaded with depth um, up front. We got really, really talented big bigs for a tournament like this. Uh, Tom Welsh being seven foot and can shoot uh, the lights out of the ball. And Kyle Wilcher is a pick and pop guy who's 6'11". Willie Reed played in the league for a long time. Um, you know, Jacob Wiley's a very good big, uh, very athletic big. And then we got talented guards. So um, I'm really excited to see what we can do. And I'm just excited to get back on the court. So um, it's anybody's tournament. That's why it's a really fun deal to watch. I've always loved watching it. And this is my first year playing in it. So um, it's just going to be fun. Anybody can win on any given night with the Elam ending and all that. So it'll be interesting. Appreciate you, man. So this was fun. Um, I know you got a tour to go to go catch up on and, and see the new facilities and all that kind of stuff. I appreciate you doing this, Bryce. Anything else you want to say to listeners back here in Albuquerque? 
Uh, just can't wait, wait to be back. Um, I haven't been able to come back, um, since my camp last summer. And, uh, so if I can't get back until then, um, you know, I just, I can't wait to, to put on those two events, um, in next year and, uh, just miss it there and hope everybody's doing well. Appreciate you, man. Say hi to everybody. Say hi to your grandparents for me and your brother and your parents and all that. Appreciate you. I will. Hey, thank you. There you go. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Bryce Alford. Certainly thank Bryce for taking the time to do that. Bryce, uh, the La Cueva graduate, obviously still got back to Albuquerque every summer to, to live and train up until this past summer. He's married now, and I think he's living out in Arizona now, um, and would have got back to Albuquerque had COVID not prevented him from from hosting his, his annual or summer basketball clinic at La Cueva and um, his charity golf tournament as well which uh, supports the Central New Mexico Boys and Girls Club. He, he did have to cancel those this year. But anyway, appreciate Bryce for taking the time. I do hope you enjoyed that. It's fun talking about how he thinks Corey, his older brother, will be as a coach and, and catching up with what he thought of uh, his dad being back in the Mountain West. So hope you like that. Hopefully we'll get another one of these podcasts up and running in, in the next week or two. And please continue to follow along on our coverage in the Albuquerque Journal, news and sports and, and everything else we got going on, entertainment news all the time as well. So doing a lot of good work and proud to be at the Albuquerque Journal right now for all the journalism that's going on in New Mexico, not just at the Journal, but everywhere. And uh, one last plug, please subscribe to your local newspaper, wherever it is, even if it's not the Journal. Local journalism is important. And if you want to subscribe to the journal, it is abqjournal.com slash subscribe. We'll get you there pretty quick. And um, hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what you think. You can email me at ggrammar at abqjournal.com. You can always find me on social media. Those who know me know I'm on Twitter way more than any person should be on Twitter and and uh, spend way too much time there. I'm at Jeff Grammer. That's Jeff with the G, of course, and Grammar is G-R-A-M-M-E-R. So let me know what you think. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well. Hopefully you guys are all staying sane in these crazy times right now. And um, I appreciate you listening. So until next time, this has been the Talking Grammar Podcast with the ABQJournal.com. Journal.com.